0: A scuffle in a broader battle over states' rights and the Endangered Species Act took place at the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals in Denver yesterday. The federal government asked the appeals court to overturn an order that bars the release of endangered gray wolves in New Mexico without the state's permission. New Mexico and 18 other states argue the law requires the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to cooperate with them on how to reintroduce endangered species within their states. Federal attorneys say the law allows the agency to go around a state, if necessary, to save a species. The court fight is going on during uncertainty about the future of the Endangered Species Act. I've been talking with Charles Warren, head of the environmental practice at Kramer Levin. Chuck, tell us about the issue at the Tenth Circuit.
1: Yeah, I think the first thing to uh, know is that this is about the, what they call a Mexican gray wolf which is a species of gray wolf that's been on the endangered list under the endangered species act there are very few of them left here in the united states and um the fish and wildlife service which is in the department of interior has for a few a number of years now been reintroducing them back into various states and they've had some success in some of the great lakes states not as not as well in arizona and new mexico and what they decided to do here was take captive Mexican gray wolves and reintroduce them uh, in New Mexico in certain areas. Not, not many, but, but, you know, a few. And, of course, the state took great umbrage at this because the ranchers and people in the state say, well, these are predators, they're going to start, you know, eating our livestock, and so and you didn't consult with us, and this is a terrible idea, you didn't get a permit. And the district court judge had said, that's right, and he enjoined them, and so that's that's really what they were arguing about at the uh, circuit court, uh, ye- you know, yesterday. And, and who has
0: the better side of the argument under the law?
1: Well, the Endangered Species Act gives the Department of Interior the uh, you know chance to reintroduce species in order to help them come back once they've become endangered or threatened. And so this is a program that's certainly authorized under the Act. But the Act, in one of the sections, says they should consult with the states and comply with state permit requirements in connection with certain activities, except in instances where the Secretary of Interior determines that such compliance would prevent him from carrying out his statutory responsibilities. And one of those areas is carrying out research programs in, in involving the taking or possession of fish and wildlife or programs involving reintroduction of fish and wildlife. So, so the general idea is you're supposed to consult with the state, and if they have permit requirements, then they do, and that's one of the things the state was saying to the judge, and they, they didn't get a permit. And, uh, and basically the Department of the Interior said, look, we need we, – they won't give us a permit, and we need this in order to carry it we need to move forward in order to carry out our program to help save this endangered species and so i think it's a you know it's and it's an interesting case uh, i i think in the end uh, i think that the government has the better argument because um the overall intent of the Endangered Species Act is to try and save endangers and threatened species, whether that's uh, habitat protection or reintroduction of these species into areas where they once roamed and I think that uh, you know just because the state doesn't like it if if they're trying to throw up roadblocks to prevent it, and the Secretary of Interior thinks that that doesn't allow them to carry out the program, I think in the end uh, Uh, The court's going to side with the Secretary of Interior.
0: Chuck, the Endangered Species Act was passed nearly unanimously in 1973 to stop extinction of the symbol of our nation, the bald eagle. Mm -hmm. Republicans are targeting it. How, How important is it, and how likely is it that it will survive?
1: Well, it's been a very important law, and it's been very important to protect habitat and to protect species. And it's been under attack uh, for a lot of years uh, since it passed in 1973 because uh, often projects like big developments have uh, been impacted, not not necessarily stopped, but maybe moved or truncated or things like that um, by the Endangered Species Act. And so it's been something that people have been against for a long time. Um, I think there will be clearly an effort to do something about it. I I think, though, that uh, the... Since it it takes uh, 60 votes in the United States Senate to uh, break a filibuster, and you can still filibuster legislation like this, I think that's, it's likely that it won't get through the Senate because I think there are enough senators uh, who support the Endangered Species Act uh, that will end up blocking it. So, I mean, you never know, but I think that uh, in the end I don't think they'll be successful. And I think there'll be a lot of environmental and conservation people who are pushing very strongly. It's a very volatile type of thing, and people really support it a lot, and a lot of people oppose it. So I think it's it's going to be a big battle.
0: Here again, we have another visual with uh, with animals as opposed to to people. It's like we had to have the. the Sioux Tribe out in right. uh, Denver, so it's it's uh, really it's really uh, going to be interesting, and uh, we appreciate your taking us through all these different environmental issues. Thanks so much. That's Chuck Warren. He's head of the environmental practice at Kramer Levin. Well, I want to, that's the, it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. Thanks to our technical director, Chris Tricomi, and our producer, David Sucherman. Bloomberg Markets with Carol Master and Corey Johnson is starting now. What do you have for us today, Carol? We have some great stuff coming up. We're going to talk with the CEO of Sonos. It's a sound home sound system. Corey and I have it in our home, so we're going to talk uh, about the direction uh, for that company and also getting a digital degree, what that's all about. That's interesting. I have Sonos, and I haven't hooked it up yet. So come
1: on, June.
0: <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) That's Bloomberg Markets, Carol Masser and Corey Johnson up next right here on Bloomberg Radio.